0: Hey Calvary students, thanks for taking a moment out of your week to listen to our podcast. So we don't have remedy this week, so this is a good way to hit pause on your busy week and connect with God's Word and to take some time to pray. I want to share with you a short devo today from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. So as you know, it is Christmas time, and so this is the story of the birth of Jesus Christ. But I want to take a minute to look at this story from maybe like the perspective of Joseph in the Bible you know, at Christmas time, we hear a lot about Mary. There are a lot of Christmas songs that are written about Mary, like that famous song that people sing called "Mary." Did you know? And honestly, a lot of people are probably tired of that song by now. But I remember a few years ago, Karina, our worship leader, uh, she played the part of Mary in one of our awesome Christmas musicals here at Calvary, and she had this amazing solo. And she walked across the stage singing. And while she sang, the guy who played the part of Joseph stood right next to her and smiled and walked around next to her while she sang her solo. But he didn't have any speaking parts or anything like that, and he certainly didn't sing anything. So, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. You kind of wonder sometimes what Joseph was thinking um, about this whole Christmas story that we know so well now. So I do want to share with you a little bit about Joseph and it is it is from Matthew chapter one verses eighteen to twenty five. So we know that Mary was betrothed to Joseph, and that is like a fancy way to say engaged, but actually more than engaged. In their culture, to be betrothed it was like one step before marriage, but one step after engagement. So in other words, it was a pretty serious commitment that was already viewed like marriage. And so Mary and Joseph were betrothed, and the Bible says that before they were officially married, that Mary became pregnant, but she wasn't pregnant by Joseph. The Bible says that she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit, and so Jesus' conception was definitely miraculous. It was a miracle in every sense of the way. But you can imagine that Joseph was pretty shocked and probably felt a lot of pain when he figured out that his his soon-to-be wife was pregnant, and she wasn't pregnant, and he was definitely not the father. He's probably pretty shocked. He probably felt a little bit, of, a little bit, or maybe a lot of pain. But the Bible says that Joseph was—he um, wasn't just any man. That he was a good man. He was a just man, and he didn't want to shame Mary. So he uh, was planning to divorce her quietly and to just quietly um, separate from her, so that she wouldn't experience a whole lot of shame from being pregnant out of wedlock. So. I don't know if you have ever laid in bed at night just kind of wondering um, uh, about what you're going to do about something going on in your life, or maybe you've experienced laying, laying in your bed just kind of not being able to sleep, your thoughts are racing, your mind is racing, you're coming up with other ideas for things, or maybe you're afraid or you're thinking about feelings. But in the Bible, Joseph is lying in bed one night, and he is considering what he's going to do about this situation. And as he falls asleep, he has this dream, and the Bible says in this uh, text that the angel of the Lord appeared to him in this dream and the angel said to him, do not be afraid and take, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The baby that she is carrying is conceived from the Holy Spirit. In other words, the angel tells Joseph, Mary didn't cheat on you, Joseph. She wasn't unfaithful to you. God has chosen her for a specific purpose and that purpose is to bring into the world the Messiah, the Son of God. So don't be afraid to take her as your wife. So don't miss this part. The angel also told Joseph that uh, told Joseph why this was all happening and why Jesus was coming into the world. In verse twenty one, the angel says that she is going to have a son and that you will name him Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. So before Jesus is even born, this angel has good news, and this good news is that Jesus is going to be born and not only is he going to be born but this angel already tells joseph why jesus is going to be born that he will grow up and that he will save people from this sin problem that they have and restore them back to god through his death and resurrection um, so before jesus is even born this angel already makes it clear why uh, jesus is going to be born and so as Joseph wakes up, he actually does exactly as the angel of the Lord commanded him to do. He takes Mary as his wife, and after she had given birth to this baby, they indeed indeed did name him Jesus. And it's just an incredible story um, from kind of Joseph's perspective. And so I got a question to ask us here, and the question is, what does this story teach us about God? Well, it actually teaches a number of things about God, but one of the things that it teaches about God is that God is powerful, and miracles are impossible for man, but with God, all things are possible. God is not limited. He is the creator of all things. He created the world. He created people. He created science. He created biology. And so the virgin birth of Jesus Christ is possible because God is powerful and because he is creator. Now, you and I, our power is definitely very limited, and we really are not original creators. We create with things that already exist, but God is powerful in every single way, and the virgin birth of Jesus Christ is possible because God is powerful. Uh, I got another question for us. What does this story teach us about man or about mankind? Well... It teaches us that, like Joseph, we are faced with question with a question. And, and it's a really big question. It's an important question. And the question is, will we trust God? Will we believe God? And will we obey God? You know, Joseph could have just trusted in himself. He could have just tried to quietly divorce Mary. But instead, he doesn't just rely on his own judgment or what he wants to do in this situation. But he actually believes God he trusts God and then he obeys God. He takes Mary to be his wife. So what do we do? What do we do with all this? Well it's a pretty simple question for us too. Um, if God is trustworthy in every way, then how do we how do you need to trust God today? And I don't really know what's going on in your family or in your In your life, uh, you know I'm your youth pastor, so I'd love to know what's going on in your life, but how do you need to trust God with things going on in your family? Or maybe with your friends, or maybe a bad situation going on at school, or in other relationships, or maybe just how you are feeling about your relationship with God and your faith. Um, How are you needing to trust God in a new way today? And so I want to encourage you um, this Christmas season I want to challenge you to even do this today, to take some time and to go to God and to pray and to talk to Him about things going on in your life and tell God how you are needing to trust Him and that you do trust Him. And then be ready to act on that trust. There's this verse in Psalm that says, The Lord is my strength and my shield, and in Him my heart trusts. So what does your heart trust in? If your heart trusts in yourself, well, then you're probably going to be looking to yourself to fix everything. But if you really do trust in God, and you really are able to say what this verse says, that your heart trusts in God, then you're going to go to God and say, I trust you, God. Now what do you want me to do next? Because ultimately, trust isn't about saying that you trust God. Trust is actually acting on that and doing something with that. And so trust really looks like not just saying that you trust. It looks like actually doing what God is asking you to do. All right, so just take that, and I hope that you're able to consider this and think about this this week and put this into practice. And actually, that's all I got for today. So we'll be back on Wednesday night, January the 15th. So it'll be a while before we see you guys. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, and I hope this is a great week for you as you finish your school semester. God bless you guys. Message us on social media if you hear this. We love you all. Goodbye.